Does anyone you know ever call you from a strange number, yet you find it difficult to recognize their voice? I personally don't like when they go as far as to ask, do you know who this is? Do you know who's talking to you? For me, voices sound a little bit different over the phone versus when I'm talking to you in person. So especially, especially if I've only heard your voice once. So oftentimes I try not to embarrass myself by guessing incorrectly and I just say, no, I don't know who it is. Now, imagine if it was God calling. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cray Cray for Christ, where being crazy for Christ is the right kind of crazy. Today's focus is on hearing and knowing God's voice, but more specifically that if you know God, you should know God's voice. But before I get into that, I got a request from one very sweet Candice who wanted some recommendation on podcasts that might be interesting to listen to. So I did a little bit of diving, I did some research, and I found a few that I personally found interesting and I decided to share them. They are nine in total, but please bear in mind, please remember that you should test the spirits, you should test them out, and I mean, uh, I'm not perfect. I mean, there may be something in there. I only listen to quite a few of them, so whilst going through, if this is something that does not agree with your spirit, please listen to your spirit and do not watch it anymore. Do not listen to it anymore. So, for number one, we have Christ Church Youth. This podcast is hosted by someone named Josh. He has somewhat of a, um, a Bible camp instructor vibe. His episodes are relatively short and it includes talks with young people at schools. Um, the second one is Christian Girl Problems. This podcast, as it stated, is targeted towards young Christian women. It is hosted by a South African-based organization called Ladies in Ministry. And like the name says, again, it talks about Christian girl problems. Number three is Dudes in Christ. This, this podcast has three hosts and they tackle things like temptation, forgiveness, and so on. If you are saved or not, this is a good podcast to listen to. Number four is Go Hard for Christ podcast. This podcast is aimed specifically for young people. Their speakers vary from time to time if you want to give your life to Christ but are somewhat hesitant. This podcast, I believe, is good for you. And if you are a Christian and you have been having trouble staying focused on God, I recommend it for you as well. But nonetheless, it is a good podcast for everyone. Now, number five is a bit different. It's Miss Adventures Treehouse Christ Christian Stories for Children. I know, I know. Um, I am adding this one because I genuinely like it. I mean, it's literally for kids, but also for those persons who struggle with, um, what should I say? They struggle with understanding basic moral lessons, like forgiveness and stuff like that. This is for you. Number six is Sisters of Christ, Spiritual Growth for Women, Encouragement and Advice. This podcast focuses on testimonies and stories from Christian women. Uh, so like the children's stories one, this one takes a little bit of a different form. But you get to hear how fellow Christian women deal with their trials um, and possibly learn something. I mean, I I didn't listen to a lot, so I'm not even sure if the, the, um, the stories or testimonies are from women only. But I mean, I assume. Number seven is The Bible is Funny. This one is a bit more of an open-minded podcast and I like it because of that. 
Uh, they talk about some issues that I have discussed on my podcast. I was really entertained by the one they did on Christian music. Pretty much all of their episode features special guests, but if you like my podcast, you'll probably like this one too. Number eight is the Common Christian Diet. This podcast really are, it pretty much compares our Christian life to food, you know? Uh, give you one example. Late last year, I had to go vegan because of some health issues, so I could no longer eat the things that I loved. Similarly, when we become children of God, our appetite changes. We should no longer crave the things of the world, but the things of God. It's a great podcast for Christians and unsaved. Number nine is today's single Christian. This is like a one-minute Christian encouragement podcast. It is literally one minute per episode. It's good to listen to if you're having a down day or you just want some motivation in your life. It is good for everyone. Now that is that. Let's us get started. Now I'm going to touch on two Bible stories today but our focus will only be on one of them. I'm not sure if you know this but there are two animals in the Bible that ever spoke. Can you guess what two they are? I'll give you five seconds. Okay these two animals are a serpent and a donkey. Well, the Bible calls it an ass, but it's a donkey nonetheless. Now, Genesis 3 covers the fall of man. For many of us, we were taught the story of Adam and Eve from we were, were little kids. If you have never been taught or you've never learned about Adam and Eve, which I think is highly unlikely, but nonetheless, you can read, start reading from Genesis 1. But Genesis 3 covers the fall of man. In this chapter, the serpent, we read that the serpent tempted Eve and, you know, she fell for it. And because of this, we do not get the privilege or the luxury of living in the Garden of Eden. Now, the, the serpent spoke, but how? The Bible does not clearly say, but we can assume that Satan spoke through the serpent. Similarly, I mean, of course, it's going to be Satan because God specifically told him not to eat of the tree. So there's no way God is going to come back through that serpent and tempt them and tell them, okay, you can eat of the tree and, you know, pretty much give himself a bad name. No, 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 no. We pretty much we pretty much can figure that Satan spoke through the serpent. Similar to how it does not say that Satan tempted Cain to kill Abel, but we know that it was his doing. I mean, he pretty much used the spirit of jealousy to get a brother to kill another. Now, Numbers 22. Numbers 22 talks about a prophet named Balaam and how he was invited by the king of Moab. Uh, this king's name was Balak. He was invited to curse the children of Israel. I'm pretty much going to summarize, but do read it on your own time. About this invitation, Balaam asked God if he should go. He, so he, he was asking for permission and God told him no. So Balaam... You know, he went back to the king and he said, you know what? I'm not going to be able to come and do what it is that you ask. So now the king decided to up his offer to Balaam. So if he was offering him a car to curse the children of Israel, now he'll throw in three cars and possibly a whole mansion just so he could get him to come to him. So here we can see how greed started to take over Balaam because he decided to go to God again. He was like, Lord, do you really not want me to go? But this time, the Lord said, you know what? Sure. Go on. 
Balaam got what he wanted. Balaam got so greedy and it happens to many of us. It could be that God told you no to a relationship, but you were so eager, you know, you went anyway or no to a job, but you took it anyway. It's it's almost like you so desperately want something and God told you no, but because in yourself, you, you so earnestly want it, you keep seeing signs, keep seeing signs that are pushing you towards the thing that you shouldn't. But it's not, it's not God. It's not God telling you to do it. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to put it. Just as how whenever you, you watch a movie or you constantly think about somebody, when you go to your bed, you may end up dreaming about that person or you may end up dreaming, dream, dreaming about that show. It does not necessarily mean that God is talking to you. Now, whilst Balaam was on his way to Moab, he was riding a donkey and an angel of God appeared before them while they were on their journey. Now, the donkey, upon seeing the angel, started to act in a manner that Balaam could not perceive. Have you ever heard people say that animals can see spirits? And doesn't it seem like, you know, it kind of seems weird to us, their, their behavior afterwards? Now, because Balaam did not understand his donkey's behavior, he beat her one time. Then he beat her another time. And upon the third beating, God decided that, you know what? This has to stop. Balaam was so blinded by his own selfish desires that he could not understand that an, that an angel of God was right in front of them. So God opened Balaam's eyes and he opened the mouth of the donkey. And then the donkey was like, I want my deal. Huh? Why are you licking me three times for the third time? Why did you hit this donkey? Now, the question that came to me was, why didn't God use one of Balaam's servants or one of the people that were with him to communicate his message? Because, I mean, God God spoke through the donkey and told Balaam something that he was going to instruct him to do when he got to Moab. But I was wondering, there were so many other people traveling with Balaam. He traveled with his servants, plus the messengers that Moab sent to him. Why the donkey? Now, whilst doing some research, I came across something that says that when God speaks over and over again, the problem is that many of us do not want to hear what God's saying. We don't take heed to what the messenger of God is saying, to what the preacher is saying. You know, we don't we don't listen. And because of that, God uses other situations to communicate his message. Now, I'm not going to go in depth about each animal's traits or anything like that. But I'm going to ask you this. If you're in an alleyway, for those who don't know what the, what an alley is, um, an alley is pretty much two buildings uh, beside each other. And uh, there's a gap in between. So you can either walk straight ahead or you can either turn back and go the other way, pretty much. So if you're in an alley and in front of you is a snake and behind you is a donkey, which way would you go? Let us look at God's voice in a different perspective in a different perspective. If the person you love and want to be with is in front of you and the person that God has for you is behind you, who would you go to? Keep in mind that if you continue forward, you will end up hurting yourself or worse, dead because a snake has the ability to kill you. On the other hand, a donkey has the ability to knock you out, yet it looks so harmless, doesn't it? I mean, it gives us the ability to ride it upon occasions. This says a lot about God's, about God's character. I mean, whilst he's mighty and terrible, 
He wants you to feel comfortable coming to him. Do you know how a donkey responds when it sees a snake? A donkey does not run from a snake, not when it has the ability to kill a snake. The best decision ever in life is to turn to God, period. You can never lose. It is true that knowing God's voice takes time and it requires that we develop a relationship with him. We all should know how relationship works, of course. Failure to communicate results in a failed relationship. But one thing to note is that if you're unsure if God is speaking to you, you have all privilege to ask him. If someone calls me on a number that I don't know and they say something to me and hang up the phone, I'm going to call them back because I did not hear I did not hear or understand what it is that they said and the first thing I'm probably going to ask is who is this? God will always confirm what he's saying to you. He may speak to you through his words, through people, through through dreams, through songs, but it's going to be hard for you if you're not feeding your spirit, if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not even going to church, if you're not praying, if you're not fasting. Let us not be so blind Like Balaam, that we don't see what's right in front of us. Thank you so much for lending me your ears today. I trust today's episode was fruitful and has given you enough food to last until I publish another episode on the coming weekend. Now, before I end this episode, I want to ask you this question. I want to leave this question with you so that you can ponder and think about it. Uh, The question is, who are you walking towards? The snake or the donkey. Do have a blessed rest of week.